had this been a normal year, the patio at the Black Bull, which is always my gauge on when patio season begins. Maybe that shows my uh, age. I am a Gen Xer. Uh, but it would be in full swing. And with patio season just around the corner, we got some uh, good news from the city of Toronto yesterday. They announced the creation of Cafe Tio. It is a program aimed to help bars and restaurants. Here to talk about it from the city of Toronto, Barbara Gray. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks so much. Great to be here. Hey, thanks for being here. Um, it sounds like you're on the street right now, so that is fitting. Oh. Uh, let's let's talk. Well, can you hear the? I hear a horn behind you. Oh, I don't know. I'm sitting in my in my home office. So uh, okay, maybe, is that better now? Maybe there was some weird feedback. I thought it was a car horn. Let's talk about Cafe Tio. Um, what is the goal of this? So uh, we know that the restaurant and bar industry has been particularly hard hit uh, with COVID-19 and the city wants to be ready to uh, ensure that they can uh, open up patios as soon as it's possible to do so uh, consistent with what the medical officer of health and the province are, are doing. So we, we know that process can be a little bit challenging and take some time. And so the city uh, divisions have been working really hard together to try to get ready for a streamlined and simple process for 2020 that allows restaurants and bars the ability to have uh, cafe patios and expand that cafe patio space uh, using the curb lane, in some cases using expanded sidewalk space to be able to uh, allow people to come in and still practice uh, physical distancing while doing so. During this pandemic, announcements have come very quickly and things have changed a lot and rapidly uh, from one day to the next. You know, you're allowed to do something. You're not allowed to do something. Restaurants uh, learned earlier this week that all of a sudden in 24 hours, if you're a food truck or you are a ice cream truck, you could open. I was talking to Mark McEwen about this, who, of course, is a major chef in the city of Toronto, and he was saying that. Um, 24 hours just isn't enough lead time. They, they need lead time when you start to allow them to open up so they're ready to go with their staff and ready to go with their cleaning initiatives. Is this unofficially your lead time saying to restaurants right now with this announcement of uh, the creation of Cafe TO, get ready because it's coming? Yeah, and I, I really appreciate uh, the the quick turnaround. It is really it's difficult for everybody because we we don't really have a lot of lead time uh, to get prepared when these orders change or get modified. So, and we we really do feel for the restaurants, especially for those that if they've been closed for a little while or they've been doing probably not as much takeout as maybe they would like to do. They have a lot of work to do to get ready to start up again, and so. We've been working very closely with the BIAs, the business improvement areas, uh, to reach out to the restaurants in their area, to start to talk with them about what they want to do and and to get ready. Because to Mark's point and to yours as well, it's going to take some lead time. Um, The cafe patio season is not, you know, doesn't stretch the whole year. So we recognize that it's not going to be very helpful if if we're not ready to go till September. So we really need to get ready to go as soon as we can. So we're trying to front load that work, uh, make the process as simple as we can and work closely with the BIAs and the restaurants to get them up and running. You are, of course, uh, in the know because you work for the city. What are you hearing as far as the province goes on uh, patios reopening? When will stage two or phase two of this reopening and patios uh, getting their shot at expanding onto, uh, you know, city streets happen? 
So um, we don't really know uh, right now, but we know that it's going to happen pretty soon. I think um, as soon as the, um, you know, the, the, we're tracking in the same way that others are, sort of the medical officer's health and the reports every day. Um, I know that at the province they're looking very closely and uh, certainly want to lead with health and safety. Um, we agree. So again, for us, the best thing to do is not worry too much about the go date, but be prepared for whenever that comes. We're not just talking about the uh, future announcement of Patio's opening. Cafe Tio, it's a lot bigger than that. Quite literally, it's a program that's aimed to help restaurants and bars create more outdoor space for customers. I think this first started in Scandinavian countries where they started to take over town squares and things like that and uh, for restaurants. And so if you, you were near a town square, you could probably set up uh, safe social distancing tables where are we looking to uh, put more outdoor space for customers during this patio season? Well, you know, we've done some of this on King Street with some of the patios that opened up on King Street into the curb lane. And last year we did a a lot of work and took through the council the process to uh, improve and upgrade our cafe patio uh, guidelines. So we have sort of the setup in place. Um, We are going to be looking, uh, again, working with the BIAs to find those locations where people are very interested and eager. But if restaurants aren't in a BIA, that doesn't mean that they can't participate. So we know there's going to be lots of different scenarios all over the city. Um, We have staff who are uh, ready to reach out and help. And we also know that in some cases, uh, we're going to, in most every case, we're going to need to look at this from a streetscape perspective, where we're going to have to look at the whole streetscape and see how we can manage all the competing uses out there. So, so will we see patio well. tables possibly be like in, in unused uh, lanes on the street uh, uh, that yeah, were once used for cars and things? So the expansion of patios into the curb lane where it's safe to do so is definitely something we are, uh, we're going to be moving forward with. Hmm. Okay, so I know that uh, Ottawa is also considering doing something like this, and they mentioned that they're going to be waiving patio fees that y- restaurants normally have to pay. Um, are Is the City of Toronto going to follow suit? Yes. And what does that usually run a restaurant? Do you know the offhand the, uh, the patio fee and how much this is going to save our restaurants? Uh, I, I don't know the exact fee. It's, I, I believe it's done on a, on a square meter basis, and then there's a, there's a, a couple components of it, so I, I don't know that information. But um, it certainly will help. Uh, everything helps, and I think the piece of the fee is one piece. The other piece is streamlining the process so it doesn't take very long. So uh, we're doing that work, uh, trying to, as I mentioned, trying to do that work on behalf of the restaurant so that when it's time to go, we can move pretty quickly and the process can be simple for them. Barbara, what about extra permits if you want to set up a larger uh, cafe? Because that takes time. Are we going to fast track that? Will you need a permit? Because presumably if you don't, you might end up with people just doing a pop-up patio anywhere they want in the city of Toronto. So we want to do it this year. 2020 is going to be a distinct and different year for cafe patios. So we, as I mentioned, we have a new guideline, a bylaw that just came into effect last year, which we were planning on rolling out. Uh, in, in fact, we're going to put that on pause for 2020 as we go through this uh, this season with some uh, with a registration process. And um, for people who want who still want to move forward with the process of getting an expanded or a new patio, uh, we'll be working with them as well. That probably won't take effect till 2021 for getting a new permit. But um, they'll certainly be be able to participate this year under this registration process. Okay, so let me just see if I've got this right. If you have a restaurant and you 
uh, already did not have an existing patio. Are you going to be able to open an outdoor space under this Cafe TO or not? Yeah, we're going to be working with people for this season only to uh, get as many uh, outdoor spaces available for uh, for cafes and bars as we can do. Um, and then what I'm saying is if they want to have a permanent patio in future years, that would still be uh, something we work with them on, but it would be it would be a little bit of a different process. Do you foresee us, you know, getting out into our green space with this, getting into parks or are parks going to be that green space uh, that, you know, we see like the Trinity Bellwoods, would they be off limit when it comes to a restaurant setting up, uh, you know, a pop-up cafe in, uh, you know, in an area that's not really attached to their own restaurant? No, I think we're going to be sticking with the streetscape and being close to the restaurants that we're trying to serve. And I really think, I mean, we've learned that, you know, people really need that green space for the um, for the purpose of being out and uh, getting some fresh air and uh, spending some time uh, out in, in outside of their homes these days. So certainly we're going to focus on the areas outside of existing restaurants and bars. Barbara, I know our restaurants are really hurting. Our bars are hurting. They really need help. Uh, Mark McEwen was saying that he predicted about 40% aren't going to make it through the pandemic, and that is devastating um, for uh, the residents of Toronto, for people that are employed by bars, for people that have sunk their life savings into uh, their businesses. But I, I can't help but think that this isn't just about bars and restaurants. This is about... Um, people in Toronto needing to get out. How much of the creation of Cafe Tio had to do with the fact that we need to make sure that people in some way find some sense of normalcy so that they don't take it upon themselves to just en masse say, ah, we're done with this social distancing situation. Well, I do think we want to try to get back to normal. I mean, we're all eager to get back to normal as soon as we can, right? So cafe patios are a huge piece of Toronto spring, summer, and fall. Um, I, You know, I'm not from here originally. I moved here about three years ago, and it is just amazing to see how many people are excited and enthusiastic about being out in the cafes uh, all summer long. It's very, It feels very European. Like you mentioned, European squares, it feels that way to me. But it's truly a Toronto thing. So to the extent that we can make that opportunity experience available to people in the city this year, I think everybody's going to really enjoy it. So it certainly was a motivator. Um, I think uh, being able to help the restaurants and the bars and also uh, giving people some opportunity to get outside and enjoy themselves uh, while practicing good physical distancing was, was certainly another factor. Thanks so much for joining us, Barbara. I appreciate your time. No problem. Thank you. All right, cheers. That's Barbara Gray from the City of Toronto talking about the Cafe TEO program. Now, I want to make clear the fact that the province still has to give the okay, the thumbs up, and then we have to uh, make sure our health officials in the City of Toronto agree with opening up patios. But I think we've got a lot of businesses that are seriously hurting. And Chris, one of the things that I miss the most, I don't know what this says about me, is, is being able to go out, have a nice fun and tonic outside. And it's it's okay on the patio on our porch, but it's kind of nice to be around other people, even if you are, you know, safely social distanced, you're still kind of in a safely distanced crowd. And I think we do miss that. We are definitely um, social creatures.